0: Hey friend, and welcome to the Everyday Jesus podcast, where each month we talk about how everyday life and Jesus are meant to collide. My husband Dustin and I are your hosts. Now go grab a cup of coffee, climb up in your favorite chair, and get ready to dive into today's episode. Hey friend, so I'm back. We're back. I guess I'm back today. Dustin's not back yet, but he will be back. Um... Honestly, I wasn't planning on being back already, but I just felt like I needed to share some personal things with you. And I, funny story, I sat down to write to you in an email the other day and just catch you up on what's been going on, um, why I've kind of ghosted you in a way. Um, not intentional, I promise. But I just wanted to let you guys know what's been happening and what's going on. And to be honest, Dustin doesn't even know that I'm recording a podcast right now. (laughs) He's at work and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to record a podcast and let people know what we're doing, where we've been, why we've been so quiet, and all those fun things. So here goes. As I sat down to write the other day, I accidentally hit the wrong button, and after writing you an entire email, it just vanished. (laughs) And So, I was so sad, because I was like, no, but here I am, writing did not work to you, so we're going to try talking to you. So, I just think the devil doesn't want me to share what's been happening, so... Shoe fly devil, we're we're doing this anyways. So, I am not even hundred percent sure when the last time was that we really connected. I believe our last podcast episode aired in December. Um, Dustin and I were talking about kind of the new year, what's your twenty? I believe is our last podcast episode, and it was so good and so challenging and convicting to my heart. Like, where am I at? What am I doing? what am I doing all this for? And then rolled around late January, I just kind of started feeling like I needed to step away from social media. And so I did. And I haven't been on social since late January, I believe. So really close. I mean, we're pushing five months here. So um, it's been detoxing a little bit from my social media, but I'm going to rewind and I'm going to take you guys back to this spring of 2020, early spring, probably actually maybe even still been winter, maybe in February, March of 2020, our favorite year, right? Everybody loves 2020, but it kind of began um, before the lockdown, before our world as we knew it shut down and we all found ourselves in quarantine and completely isolated from Everything and everyone, but I had just been feeling some things as far as like what this ministry is about. What am I doing? Um, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Is it time to slow down? Uh, just you know, battling some of those those thoughts that sometimes when we're in leadership and when we're in ministry and in life in general we tend to ask and tend to wonder about. And so, began to pray about it. And then, the world shut down. And it wasn't, I don't know. We took some time off, um, I guess, from our leadership role at our church. I don't even know for sure. Maybe April of last year. And then, it turned into... Uh, We both really felt like, Dustin and I both really felt like we needed to step down from our role in in, in leadership at our church. And I had been praying and and God had been kind of guiding me through the book of, um, I believe it's 2 Kings, and the story of Elijah and how, you know, God um, told him that it was going to rain he just needed to go up on the mountain and call down the rain. So he went up on the mountain and he stuck his head between his knees. Scripture says, and he sent out a servant to look for the rain, for a rain cloud, and he was trusting, you know, more or less, that what God said would would happen. And I kind of felt like that was my season. Uh, I felt like God had been speaking to me some things about uh, everyday Jesus ministry and my book and and that ministry, which is all wrapped in to one, by the way. And so I felt like he was trying to show me some things, tell me some things, um, that to, to prepare my heart, I guess, for what was coming. Um, and I don't mean COVID because by this time it was like summer, uh, when we met with our pastors and told them that we would be stepping down from leadership and told them, you know, I'm not even hundred percent sure why, like, I just felt like that's what, the Lord was asking us to do and um, my husband felt the same way so this wasn't just a a Cassie thing or you know for my ministry necessarily but it's just something that we both felt like the Lord was asking us to do but in that it has allowed us so much more time to be with our family Um, you may know you may not know but we live four hours from all of our family and we got moved us here to Stockton in 2014 and crazy to think it's been almost seven years since our move Um, but it has but we just haven't really because of leadership obviously like it makes it a little more difficult to be um, there for your family and be at things and and COVID I think kind of helped put that in perspective a little bit just making sure that we are Um, doing our part in our family to show uh, love and support to our brothers and sisters and parents and all those things. Nieces and nephews galore, my goodness gracious. Um, By the end of this year, we will have 10 nieces and nephews. And so that is awesome. But we also want to be there for them. We want to be a part of their life. And so that kind of opened up that door and allowed us to get away and be with our family a little bit more and spend a few more Sundays a year in church with them and encouraging them and being there for birthday parties and special events and just the things that, you know, are are really important. And so anyways, God just began to to speak to my heart about, you know, preparing me for some things. And to be honest with you guys, I haven't really, I <laughs> haven't really seen a lot of that come to fruition. Here we are a year later and I'm still like, okay, I thought, you know, you asked me to step away from that because you had something else for me. And, um, so that's caused, I think some questions in my heart and we'll get there in a minute, but you know, it's been almost a year. I haven't really seen the fruit of, All of this. And then in the process, like there were so many other areas and things in my life where God was just continuing to tell me to cease. Like that's the word that just kept coming to me was just to cease, to stop, to pause. And He just kept reminding me that, like, I just need to be with Him. It isn't always about what we do for Him, but it's ultimately, most importantly, what we do with Him. And so, you know, he just wants me to stop and to be with him. And so this has been a season for me of growth in a great way. Um, I'm going to try not to get emotional. But I have walked through a lot of things in the past year that has caused me to grow Um, that's been a little bit difficult at times. Last year alone, I lost three grandparents. Um, that was not easy for this girl who loves her grandparents. And we stepped out of ministry and when we stepped, or not out of ministry, but out of leadership at our church, I went through a little bit of an identity crisis. I, and I think that's where this growth is coming from, but I had, I realized in time, that I had put my identity in what I was or who I was as a leader more so than I had in Christ himself. And we are not what we do. Our identity comes from who we belong to. Um, And so I I think I've spent the last year kind of relearning who God created me to be who he wants me to be, who I am in him. And so, um, but a lot of growth has has happened because of loss and because of um, loneliness in a way. I mean, yes, I'm surrounded by my husband and my children and I'm grateful for them and I love them, of course. But I almost felt distance from the church Because we were no longer in leadership and not because of something anybody else did. But that was just because of what I was going through with an identity crisis. I was counting on people um, when I should have been counting on Jesus. And I think that's part of the growth process. You know, we walk through things and sometimes God asks us to do things that seem absolutely crazy, but ultimately he knows our hearts, guys. And he knew that my heart needed him because I was busy doing so much, trying to prepare for the release of Chasing Jesus. Um, you know, trying to do the best that I possibly could in the role that we ran at our at our church and, and all of those things. And they're not bad things. None of them are bad things. I was, you know, trying to encourage you on social media and through devotions and, and text message and email and I was doing good things, but what I was doing had gotten the way of my relationship with the one that I belonged to. And so God asked me to stop. He asked me to stop a lot of things. And I'm a doer. And y'all, that was not easy for this girl at all on any level. And so that was interesting. It has been Interesting. And I am not trying to toot my horn or or sound super spiritual here because I assure you, (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast at all, you know that I'm not. Um, But that, that season has brought so much growth to me. So much healing to my heart and to my spirit and to my relationship with Jesus. Like my whole heart, behind everything that I do, is to encourage you to chase after Jesus. Like that is my whole heart, my everything. That's my one thing in life that I want you to do more than anything else in the world is to chase after Jesus in a world full of things to chase after. Chase Him. But on the inside, I was broken there. I was unintentionally and honestly, unknowingly chasing leadership. I was chasing ministry. I was chasing book sales. I was chasing social media likes. I was chasing social media followers or or email subscribers over chasing Jesus. The one thing that I preached to you the most. And again, it wasn't intentional. I'm not telling you this to be like I knew it the whole time and I just continued to do it. That isn't the case. I was oblivious until Jesus told me, it's time to cease. It's time to chill out with everything else. And I need to put your focus back on me for a while. And so that's what I've done this last year. And it has been so hard. There has not been (laughs) very many days where I thought, well, that was an easy lesson to learn. Like, it's not the case, guys. Like, you know, God's been wanting to teach me a little bit more about his character And I'm learning so much more about the character of Jesus and who he was and who we're called to be like and what our lifestyle should reflect if we're Christ followers. I don't have it all figured out. I'm learning myself and I'm learning as I go and he's teaching me lessons. But those lessons haven't come easy at all. And... You know, I want to encourage you, like, if that's you right now and you're going through this season and you just feel like it's just been one thing after another, like, that's that's God trying to grow you. Don't push it away. Embrace it. The quicker you learn, the quicker you move on.
1: <laughs> and
0: so I'm trying to remind myself of that every day when something else comes my way that I'm having to grow through. And it's super important, but it's easy. It's also easily forgotten. And so I think that's why it's so important that we have to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and just know that whatever comes our way, it's something that we can grow through, you know, um, losing my grandparents put a lot of fear in me and I, I've never been afraid of death. I've never been really honestly afraid of losing people. Um, I've lost a lot of people in my lifetime, friends and family members and loved ones and, I have lost a lot in my life, but you know, having Jesus, it makes it easier to handle. And so it's not something I've ever really been afraid of, but when I lost three grandparents in a solid year, that, that created fear in me. And we all know that fear is not of God. Um, he is not, you know, he's not the author of fear, that is the enemy, and I know that. I'm in my word. I read my word. I know what it says, and I know that that's not of God, but it's not something that I would just could easily turn off. It created fear in me. It created fear that my husband was going to go to work and not come back. It created fear that what if I lost one of my children? Like, fears that I had never really dealt with before because I never really had them. Not that I don't love my husband and my kids, but I've just always, you know trusted God that no matter what I'm going to get through this, whatever that looks like. And so this created quite a fear in me. And that was a process that I had to grow through. And everything that you go through is always going to be an opportunity for growth. Anything that you go through, you can grow through, okay? And that's what I had to do. I had to grow through that. I had to, okay, God, what do you say about this fear that I'm having? What do you say? And as I began with not just that situation, but other situations to say, God, what do you say? When I began to go to my word and look up, God, what you say about this situation? He was able to replace my fear with faith in all of those situations, not just with the fear of, death or you know going through that or losing someone else but everything the fear of you know the identity crisis that I was in like God whose do you say that I am do you say that I am identified by what I do in the church or by what I do outside the church like in ministry like I'm not identified by what ministry I run or what ministry I'm a part of I am identified by whose I am and so I want to encourage you again, like if that's you and this is something that you're battling and you're going through and you're dealing with fear or you're dealing with decisions or you're dealing with whatever it is, God's word has the answers to all of your questions. His word is full of answers to our, our questions. Um, I recently sat down to have coffee with a mentor friend of mine and a very wise, godly woman that God in the midst of all of this has connected me with over the last year and who has just poured into me spiritually. And I have just been so blessed by her and our friendship. And I sat down with her and I was, you know, kind of spilling my guts a little bit on some of the things I've been walking through and trying to choke back the tears and not cry. And she shared with me just how, like, you know, whatever it is that she needs. Like she goes to the scripture and finds verses about that. And then she memorizes them because when we get in the scripture, the scripture gets in us. And so I've been doing that. I have really been needing some wisdom in some areas with, with ministry because here I'm at this point now guys that I'm like, okay, I feel like God's giving me some fresh vision finally. And I feel like things are starting to work towards moving forward but at the same time, like I don't want to jump back into things too quickly because I don't want it to become like a trend, you know. I don't want it to I don't want to go in reverse and have the same struggles that I had before. So I want to be very careful about stepping into things or whatever it is, because I don't want it to turn out to be the same thing all over again. Um so anyways. So here I am. Spilling the beans to you, telling you all my life's issues and struggles for the last year. <laughs> but I also want to share some good news as far as like, you know, I mentioned God's been giving me fresh vision and I'm super excited about it. Um it's not what I expected. Like at all. I I'm not going to I'm not going to give too much detail because it's still things that I'm working out and I'm praying about and asking God for direction and wisdom. And which goes back to, I think what I was saying before I had a coughing fit, but, um, you know, I've been searching for wisdom. I needed some direction and some decisions that I'm facing. And so I dug into the scriptures and I found verses on wisdom and I've been reading them and praying them and memorizing them. And now that's in me. And so, I encourage you to do the same. Like Whatever it is that you're struggling with, see what God says about it. Write down those verses. Pray them over your life. Memorize them. Recite them. Repeat them. Get them in you. Because once they're in you, they're in you. And they will help you. And so there's my little tidbit for today. But anyways, so God's been giving me some fresh vision I'm really excited about. It looks a whole lot differently than I ever expected that it would. And I also want to encourage you in this because I think sometimes, for example, last year when God said, I have something for you, but I'm going to need you to let go of some things to where you can handle what I'm, I'm about to give you. And I really expected it to be this big thing. And maybe it will be at some point. I don't even know. But right now, in this moment, with the vision that God has given me, moving forward in my ministry, it's not big in the sense of what the world would say is big. Um, It's actually very small, but in the spiritual sense of things, it's huge. And I think sometimes we get clouded and our judgment gets a little clouded about what is big and what is small when it comes to the kingdom. And I am telling you that sometimes, most of the time, the smallest act of kindness, the smallest act of love or grace or mercy or forgiveness can mean the biggest things in the kingdom world. And sometimes we can have the biggest show or display of worship or this or that or, you know, churches or whatever the case is. And it can be the biggest. Thing that you could imagine and have the smallest impact on people's real life. I'm not saying that's always the case. I'm just saying I think sometimes we ignore the small things when really they're the big things. Um, it's kind of like the little foxes in the vineyard that Ecclesiastes talks about. You know, the vineyard was fine and then there was this little fox that came in and, and then there was the little fox's friend and they just continue to come and come and come until the vineyards ruined. It wasn't the one, it it all started with the one little fox. It all started with the one, the one little fox and eventually ruined the entire vineyard because it wasn't dealt with. Same is true in the spiritual realm. Sometimes we put way more emphasis on the big extravagant things because that we think they're going to make the greatest impact when really It's the smallest of things that make the greatest impact. So I encourage you in that because I think we live in a culture that says in order for this to be impactful, it has to be this, 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 and this. It has to look like this, 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 and this. And I kind of went through that with social media in January Um, God had been showing me some things and, um, just about my book release and social media and just a lot of different things, honestly, for probably since last summer. And it just continues to grow and kind of pile up. But, you know, he began to show me that like my ministry and my book and the way that I promote that and the way that I promote the ministry doesn't have to look like the world. Like, God and I, like, we we can do this differently. It doesn't have to look like everybody else's looks like. Uh, well, currently, I'm not even on social media, as I mentioned, since January. I apologize for the ringing bell. That is my kitty cat, and she obviously has a scratch. <laughs> um, Anyways, I don't even know where I was. Oh, social media. So anyways, I just, I, I have come to learn through this process that, Whatever it is doesn't have to look like what the rest of the world says. It only has to look like what God says. Um, the way that I sell my books may not look like how every other author does it. The way that I, you know, use my platform on social media may not look like anybody else's. And currently I can assure you it doesn't look like anybody else's because it has zero activity. Um, And that was really hard for me, guys. Like, oh, it was so hard for me because, again, the world says if you want to be successful, you have to do this and you have to post every day and you have to interact every day and you have to be blah, 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 X, Y, and Z. And God was saying, no, it's not how we're going to do things. And, you know, even with that, I'm torn. I don't know when or if. I'm coming back to social media. There's days where I feel like, you know, I could be making a positive impact on there. Um, and I miss that in a sense. But again, I'm just at that point right now, guys, where I just don't really, I don't want to jump into anything too soon because God has really worked on me very hard this last year. And I just don't want, I want to make sure that I'm good spiritually, like really solid, steadfast and good before I go back to anything that could steal my attention from him and that's not always easy I can assure you of that but anyways so that's kind of where I'm at I am excited about the vision that God is giving me even though to me it seems a little bit small Um, I know underneath that it has the power God has the power to make incredible and big things happen through this one small act that he has put on my heart. And um, I've been thinking about the retreat for this year, and I'm super excited about it. God's given me some vision for some messages for that. If you guys haven't registered for that, there is still time. Registration is open for that until July the 1st. You can find all the information on that at cassidowns.com/slash/adventure. This is a women's-only event, um, and you must be 18 years or older to attend. Um, but I'm very excited about that. We're going to do some kayaking, we're going to have um, some services. So, lots of free time to enjoy the beautiful Southeast Missouri and the beautiful current river. So I'm super excited about that. We have that coming up and been dreaming about next year's retreat or getaway or whatever we end up calling it or whatever it ends up becoming. I think God's given me some cool vision for that too for next year and um, just in ministry in general and also in my home. I don't know if you knew this, probably not because I'm not currently on social media, but our oldest just turned 16 years old. Oh, my lanta. So we have not a driver now. And so he's going and running and doing his thing. And I'm praying a whole lot more. <laughs> and um, that's exciting. And so anyways, it's just, this has been a really good time for me. It's been full of ups and full of downs. But I have mostly been full of, The presence of God, honestly. And I don't say that to be like, Oh, I'm so amazing. I'm not. Um, again, as you can tell by listening to this podcast today, you know that I'm just not that super awesome, but, uh, the God that I serve is, and I am super grateful for him. And I am super grateful for his presence and that when we seek him, we will find him. And so I encourage you today. I don't know if any of my rambling today has encouraged you or, spoke to your heart or done anything for you you may turn this off and be like wow that was a complete waste of my however long this thing is—twenty, 20-25 minutes I don't even know and if that's you I apologize (laughs) I'll try and make the next episode a whole lot better um if there is a next episode that is definitely one thing that I resolve to do is just only do what I feel like the spirit is leading me and asking me to do so, you may hear this podcast and it may be another year before you hear another one. It may be a week before you hear another one. I don't know. And I'm not going to worry about it because I'm not going to do things the way the world says to do things. I'm going to do things the way that Jesus says to do things. And today's episode was based on the tug of my heart to share where I've been, what I've been up to, what I've been going through. And hopefully to encourage you. So, I hope that this episode has encouraged you in some way, some form, in some fashion. And I hope that it did. And if it did, and I can help you in some way, I can mentor you or just be a friend for you or whatever, I would love to do that by, you know, you guys can email me at connect at cassidowns.com. And on that note, I will share this much with you. I am going to be starting a, what I like to call one-at-a-time ministry, and this is just an opportunity for me to connect personally with you over the phone or in person at the coffee shop, Um, but I want that to be part of my ministry. I love and I am encouraged when I can sit down with another woman and just talk life and faith and family and all of those things. And I know there are days where I just really could use a friend, just someone that I can pour into um, or more or less that they can pour into me. I can drain them <laughs> with my life, but but just to sit and, and talk together or whatever the case is. And so if that's what you need, if you need someone to talk to, if you need some godly counsel if you need someone just to listen and not say much or if you need some honest truth I want to be that person for you and so I am going to be starting that very soon Um, there will be a it's not up yet but there will be a way for you to connect with me either via phone or in the local coffee shop here in Stockton and just sit with me for an hour and talk, whatever that looks like for you, whatever you're struggling with, or maybe you just want coffee with a friend for the day. Like I would love to get to know you better and just sit with you and talk with you and meet with you. So that is coming soon, but there will be some way to connect with me on my website, um, very soon. So if it's not up yet, keep checking back because I promise you I'm working on it. I'm just doing it at a pace that is not really rushed. I'm I'm not a fan of the rush pace anymore. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I just want to do things as the Lord directs, not because I feel like I have to do them. Because honestly, that takes so much love and the whole spiritual aspect right out of it, I feel like, most of the time. So make sure you connect with me. And um, I can't wait to sit and have coffee with you or visit with you over the phone um, with this new one at a time ministry so I'm excited super excited about that So guys I think that is it for today usually I would have a really cool outro and tell you to make sure that you visit cassiedowns.com to connect with me and I do hope that you do that sign up for text sign up for email that way we can stay closer connected as I am currently still taking a break from social media um but yeah I can't wait to see you face-to-face or hear your voice over the telephone. So stay tuned for that, and I hope to see you soon. Later, guys.